0: I thought it would be really fun if we could work together a little bit today. So today's episode, I want you on your horse and ready to do a little bit of work. Are you golden? Not too much, nothing fancy, walking and trotting. You ready to go? If so let's do it okay hi there my name is lauren elison and this is the daily strides podcast the podcast for equestrians like yourself all over the world helping you to well make daily strides with your horse and have better conversations with your horse it's all about refining 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 and that's what we're going to start doing a little bit of today because I know how it can feel that when you're on your horse and when you're riding and particularly in trot and I think it's something to do with the rhythm of trot it can feel like things are getting a little monotonous it just feels like same old same old same old but I want you to start really seeing every time you're on your horse and every time you do something so every trot I want to see it as being just oh full of potential of what you could be doing and how you could be really and truly moving things forward, moving the conversation forward. So all that being said and done, as I said, I'd love you on your horse. I would love you in an arena or somewhere that you can work. It can be an open field. I know not everybody has an arena and that's okay. Once it's a kind of a, 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 can we say, a a space with some sort of a boundary that you know when you've reached the edge of it, okay? Um, And we will begin riding. Okay, I'd love you on the left rein in working trot what's working trot well very simply put working trot is the sort of trot that well you're going somewhere with a bit of a sense of purpose aren't you it's the sort of trot you could jump a fence from okay you're not going to be jumping so don't panic but that's a good working trot if we want to get really back to basics of what a working trot is I do want you in working trot I want you to notice how and I'd love you posting as well okay first of all I want you to notice if you're on the correct diagonal or not so this is why I said some sort of a space with a Boundary, and so you can have an outside or an inside. And now, of course, you can do this on the road or on on the trail. You can choose one side that's going to be um, the diagonal you're going to work on, it makes no odds. But I do want you on the correct diagonal. If you're not sure of which diagonal, it's basically when your horse's outside front foot is back, you should be sitting, when it's forward, you should be rising. Okay very simply put. Um, Rise and fall with the foot by the wall, the shoulder by the wall, I think is the, the little poem they have with that. Okay, but what I do want is that you're on the diagonal. Now, next thing I want us to focus on here is that how you are rising. So, so many people, they rise incorrectly and I mean rise as in posting, okay, and the reason is because they grip with their knees and they almost pivot on the knee. Now, what ends up happening there, look, you'll be able to do your up-downs, okay, that that's not a big stretch, you're going to be, you, you'll make it, but what's going to happen is your lower leg is going to become just floppy and ineffective, this is where you see people and they're riding off the ball of their foot, Um, it's just, it's, It's it's not right. And this is also where you see people that if the horse suddenly has a change of heart (laughs) regarding (laughs) where it's going. (laughs) Yeah, it's those people that end up on the ground. Okay, don't do that. So, I want you to, first of all, have a quick assessment here of how you're sitting. So, I want you on your bum. Every time you're sitting down, you're on your bum. You're in the center of the saddle. You're not sitting at the canto. You're not in the back of the saddle. You're not sitting too far forward. You're not on the waist of the saddle or the pommel of the saddle, okay? You're really on the seat of the saddle. And I want you that your leg is underneath you. All this means is that if we went clicked our fingers, made your horse vanish, you would land on your feet, okay? Now, if you are rising incorrectly, like what I said, regarding your pinching kind of with your knees, and you're really just pivoting from your knee up and back, what's going to end up happening is your lower leg is going to go too far back. So if we... Clicked our fingers, you would either land on your knees or on your face. And I don't want that happening to you, obviously. So I want you that you would land on your feet. Now, the other thing I want you just quickly kind of assessing here is how effective your leg is. So each time you're going up and down, you want to have this conversation with your horse. You want your lower leg there working with your horse. So what I'm going to suggest you do is that every time you rise, you are just kind of paying attention to. Almost being straight through the rise. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the rise just now. But you're being straight through the rise so that when you come down, your seat is where you want it to be. A lot of people, when they rise, they twist. They twist their body, okay? if you are twisting and what it looks like, you can actually see the twist through the shoulders, okay? And I want you just to feel this. You can have a little look, see there at your hands. Are you twisting? Are your hands move? Is there a lot of movement? Are you directing air traffic, okay? Um, no, seriously though. If you are twisting a little bit, what's happening there is you are pulling yourself up as opposed to pushing yourself up. And it's really important that you recognize that you should be pushing yourself up, okay? So it should come from your seat area, the up, okay? It shouldn't be coming because your shoulders are pulling you up. And of course, your shoulders pulling you up probably mean that you're actually using the horse's mouth to pull yourselves up. Not a good place to be, hey? so we'll leave that there no no explanation required you know why that's not good okay so you want to get up make sure you're nice and straight that each time you come down it is all square remember in the trot the trot's great because everything is all square okay so you're bringing it back down and it's lovely you're up and you're down wonderful okay now each time you're down your lower leg because it's underneath you and we've already passed the click your fingers rule and we've passed the test there so every time you're down your lower leg can now engage and all that means is that your lower leg can ask a question okay and the question usually at this point is just keep going forward just keep going just keep going now most horses you don't if, if you've been schooling them and working with them for any length of time you won't have to ask every single time okay but some horse you do is particularly more laid-back horses you may have to ask but I find it's a nice kind of place to almost just touch base and to say, look, I'm still here. We're still working together. We're still kind of on this journey. Let's just touch base on this one. Okay. So your lower leg is there. I also want you now to pay attention to what your heel is doing because the weight should be into your heel. Now, how far down your heels are, that'll depend on, usually I'm going to put this, uh, this is, okay. And obviously, this there's always exceptions to the rule but um usually this will depend on the type of rider you are as in the type of discipline you do okay or what you predominantly do in your riding okay but what i want you to pay attention to is that your heel is weighted so even though your foot and the sole of your foot it may indeed be horizontal it may be parallel to the ground to the floor okay you do want to have the heel weighted In other words, I don't want you standing on the ball of your foot. Okay, so I mentioned that earlier. That's not a good thing, okay? That's where when the horse decides to change his mind, it's very hard. to not to not go with them there okay you are going to part company so don't do that okay so just pay attention to that right once we've got the lower end sorted out and the lower ends really important because that's your base of support now you begin looking at the upper part of your body and before we even get to kind of the the hands and the arms and all that fun stuff i want you to begin carrying yourself so we mentioned about the posting earlier i want you to think of the posting instead of it being an up and down it's more of a diagonal forward and up and back down diagonally forward and up and back down diagonally forward and up and back down now how much clearance you give the saddle each time okay so how much daylight between your bum and that saddle will depend on a lot of different things the stirrup length the horse your own strength the horse's strength is a lot of things are going to to kind of impact that okay but what I do want is that it's consistent. And I want to bring this back to the rhythm and I said the trot's lovely because you have this lovely rhythm in the trot, okay? So bring it back to the rhythm here. I want you to notice the rhythm and I want you to notice how you're posting. Are you allowing the rhythm to dictate your posting or are you going to begin asking bigger questions or more questions or different questions, it doesn't have to be big and complicated, it can just be different, uh, questions of your horse by beginning to maybe use your posting as a way to influence your horse, okay? So sometimes people confuse rhythm and tempo. Rhythm and tempo are not the same thing. Um, Rhythm is the sequence that's occurring. Tempo is how often that sequence is occurring in any given kind of measured distance or time or whatever the case is okay that is the difference so you may have the same rhythm but the tempo can get faster or slower so just pay attention to that as well and you can also begin to influence the tempo using your posting as well okay but for the most part trot generally has a pretty even steady rhythm uh, for most horses and most horses find it easy to continue in a rhythm in the trot okay so notice that right so we've got our posting now and we realize that it's more of a kind of diagonally up and forward it's almost like you're kind of aiming towards the pommel of the saddle and back down and it's just like aerobics the back down bit is the really important bit (laughs) you see the getting up bit your horse's energy kind of naturally helps you with that can you feel that but A lot of riders may make the mistake and they fall back down. And this, again, is particularly true when they don't have a good base of support. So when they are relying on their horse for balance as opposed to being balanced within themselves. Okay. And again, I'm going to bring this back to your lower leg and to what's going on with your knees and what's going on with your seat and how all that is working together. The click your fingers rule. Okay. So. All that being said and done, I want you now to begin thinking about the contact. So we've said there that you're carrying yourself. I want you to kind of put a little bit of air space distance between your rib cage okay and particularly the bottom of your rib cage and your hips if you want or your pelvic area okay so now, look you're made the way you're made let's not overthink this but you can a lot of people slouch through that area and one of the simple ways of kind of seeing oh am i slouching or not is are there creases down the skin on the front of your tummy Okay? So if if you were to kind of quickly kind of extra vision there and have a little look see, would there be creases on that skin or would it be nicely smoothed out? And this kind of goes regardless of how you're made as in what size you are whatever if there are creases there it's probably because you are not carrying yourself so I want you to kind of commit to carrying yourself a little bit and every time think about it every time you rise or you post you have the potential to recommit to that okay you can say okay I'm going to carry myself now I'm not just going to rely on the horse's energy to bounce me up and down I'm going to carry myself here okay so you can work on that now finally arms yeah, well, it's not finally, but let's just kind of round it out on this one. So our arms. So I, well, not my arms, your arms. So I want you to kind of pay attention to how you're holding the reins, okay? I want you to pay attention to the contact you have. So many writers complain about contact, and yet they are really, really unreliable and untrustworthy, I suppose, when it comes to the contact and what they're doing with it, okay? Your contact has to be consistent, It has to be maintained. You need to establish it and maintain it. If you can maintain the contact, your horse will usually come in and almost align with it. But it's also important to recognize that contact is the result of other things, okay? What other things? Well, let's play a little game. Let's ask for a little bit more from your horse. So what I want you to do is every time you are sitting now, so you're, you're posting still, every time you sit, you're going to ask for more. And all more looks like is if you could imagine your lower leg, so that's everything below your knee, and particularly the insides of your calves, not the back of your calves, the insides of your calves, toes to the nose, hey? But insides of the calves. If you could imagine that every time you sit, you're almost wanting to hug your horse, okay? Now you're putting your legs around your horse and it's like you would lift your horse's tummy slightly. You're saying, engage, engage, engage. So I spoke about you carrying yourself. Well, your horse must also carry himself and you're just asking for more. And remember, when you ask, you don't, (laughs) there's a big difference between asking and nagging okay so what I mean is when you ask you have to leave space for the person or the horse in this case to reply (laughs) otherwise it's not a question okay it's not a conversation so you have to ask and then release and ask and release and ask and release. Can you see how this works with the rhythm? Yeah, you can see that. Yeah, okay, okay, there we go. Bingo. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're asked for more. Now, as more begins to happen, people get nervous when they feel more. Hey, there's more. And they hunker down. Ooh, I'm going to stop that more. Or they go, sugar. And this is particularly true if they don't have a good basis support, if they're not independent in their own balance. Okay, they kind of go, ooh, sugar. And they kind of hunker in on that more. Uh-uh. When you hunker in, you stop more. Because the energy has to flow from the back end, your horse's engine, behind quarters, under you, under, there you go, under the saddle, through your horse's core, through his body, through his back. You can say it a million million different ways, but at the end of the day, the energy has to go from the back to the front in order to connect up. And what's the connect up? That's the contact. OK, but the energy has to get there. So I want you to be really, really aware, OK, that you are allowing the energy through. And this is why I said in the like the aerobics, the down is so important that you're not slamming down. You're not heavy. You're not falling down. You're not blocking the energy. You're not like if, if your horse's back was a plank. You're not trying to snap the plank with your weight every time you go down. OK, it must be just think of a feather okay imagine you are a feather and you're just so light it's it's like a little gentle touch okay it's lovely and light it is your weight yes you're definitely down but you know you it's like the child who wants to be picked up and the child who doesn't want to be picked up same you you can have the same child in two different situations and they can feel a whole lot different in how how much they weigh okay so i want you just to to um kind of notice that and then As you're letting that through, that energy through, and you've committed to this, now you've asked for more, you're gonna let more flow, now you can start to gather. And all you're doing is you're squeezing, it's like a little bit of a, a squeeze through the hand and you begin gathering. Now, what you could do here is you could begin to work on a circle and you could begin to work from your inside leg to your outside rein. Most riders find that that's a lot easier to do initially, but, and then work on it for a few strides and then soften and then work and soften. And work and soften because nobody likes a whole lot of work all the time and no play hey your horse is the same so you want to just ask a few questions and then release a little bit and ask a bit and release a bit and continue on like that I can guarantee you if you can get really focused in what you're doing what you're doing you nothing to do with your horse right now we spoke all about you there that has a direct influence and impact on how your horse goes and all you have to do is pay attention to simple things like the rhythm the relaxation and just how well your horse is going if he's going forward or not okay and by combining those there you go that's the keys to the kingdom that is how you begin to have better conversations with your horse okay that was recent you can come back to walk there give your horse a pat. give yourself a pat in the back well done that was a really simple 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 thing that we could work together I would love I'm going to invite you now to join me inside of returning to riding Uh, we're kicking off the live program on the first week of February I'd love for you to be in there we can work together a little bit more um I suppose intimately or privately you can find out more by either checking out any of the emails that I'm sending um, if you're on my email list or you can just pop over to returningtowriting.com, and yeah you can find out more over there I really would love to have you there we're working together it's six weeks oh we can do so much together it's six weeks and I'll tell you it's not just six weeks you get ongoing support then afterwards as well so you can check it out at returning to and we can really get in there and this was just a tiny, tiny little piece but it's all about refining you in order that you can start having a more positive influence over your horse okay I will see you next week keep well I'll chat to you soon be good bye